You are listening to the Market Beautifully podcast, episode number 18. Welcome to the Market Beautifully podcast, a show where I offer marketing advice for lady entrepreneurs who crave to crack the code when it comes to getting noticed or expanding their brand online. I'm your host, Haley, and I can't wait to chat with you about what I have planned for today's episode. Thanks so much for coming to hang out with me today. I'm so excited you are listening in because I have a pretty awesome treat for you. Bailey Richard is on the show and we are chatting about being an infopreneur and how you can leverage this type of passive income in your business. The Infopreneur Summit, which Bailey hosts, is coming up in a few weeks in May. It's the first week of May, which is 100% free to attend as well. So 100% free, I really want you to snag a ticket. If you want to grab your ticket, your free ticket, then go to marketbeautifully.com slash info summit. That way, Bailey and I can see your beautiful face there and you can just soak in awesome information on how to become an infopreneur and how to add this passive stream of income to your business. We know you are incredibly smart, so we know you have a lot to offer the world. So that's why I'm glad you are here because Bailey and I want to chat with you about what you could be doing to add this aspect into your existing business or even focusing on this being your entire business model. I don't want to jump too far ahead, so let's go sit down with the infopreneur queen and talk to her all about infopreneurship. Hey Bailey, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks so much for having me. So I talked a little bit about the Infopreneur Summit that you are offering free tickets to in the intro, so I can't wait to really dive into what an infopreneur is, how this can increase your revenue, and adding this on as passive income for your business. Before we jump in, would you mind telling us a little bit about you and the awesome business that you're running? Sure. So I call myself a business coach for beginning and budding infopreneurs, which means that I specifically focus on people that are interested in leaving their nine to fives so that they can launch a personal brand and create and sell informational products online, such as eBooks, online courses, summits, uh, becoming a professional speaker, things like that. And it's really a joy to get to work with those beginners who are just starting out an online business to really help them figure out what niche they want to be in and what kind of products they want to create. And um, so I offer different products like online courses myself to help them figure out, you know, what uh, they need to do in order to get Get their business up and running, but I also offer VIP coaching and some other events like you were talking about with the summit. Yeah, I love that. So let's let's just go from the very beginning here. What is an infopreneur? I feel like you hear the word a lot, and if you don't, then that's a great place to start. We all have heard of being a business owner or an entrepreneur, all those titles, and sometimes even a solopreneur, but for some reason, you don't hear the word infopreneur as much. So would you mind just expanding on exactly what an infopreneur is? Sure. Well, infopreneur is an amalgamation of the word information and entrepreneur. And what it basically means is that you're selling information, but it's a little bit more complex than that. You're not just selling, yeah, you're not just selling the information, but really you are taking your own life experience and your own skills around a particular topic that you're really passionate about. And you are creating a product which is going to be able to teach information or teach those skills and life experience to someone else. So really, 
probably the most successful infopreneurs are people who help their clients fast track their progress. You know, there's so many ways to get information these days. We could simply spend hours and hours Googling what it is that we want to learn. We could enroll in a college class. But all of those processes really take time or they could be really expensive. And so as an infopreneur, it's your goal to help somebody undergo a transformation in their own life by learning certain skills that you can teach them in the quickest way possible, Mm -hmm. whether that's through a book or an online course or something like that. But you're really helping somebody fast track their way to success using your own story and experience. So you can Mm -hmm. say to somebody, you know, I used to be a point A, but now I'm at point B. This is how I got there. And when I was doing it, there was no guide. It took me five years to do it. But I'm going to show you how to do the exact same thing that I did to get from point A to point B. But you're not going to take five years. You're going to take my course and it's only going to take you a month or something like that. That's really what the most successful infopreneurs do. Yeah, you're saving them time, and time is worth so much money, and that's what's so important about this awesome product you're creating because, I mean, obviously you deserve money to have a uh, to have someone have a seat in your course because you've worked so hard on this content. You're providing them this map, basically, of exactly how you get to point A to point B, and I love that you said the quickest way possible because that's that's all what infopreneurship I feel like is about is providing results in the quickest way possible based on our life experience and what we've done in our business. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. So what types of products does an infopreneur sell just besides courses? I know there's uh, a lot of other different types of products. So talk to us about that. Sure. Well, yeah, it's funny because I think online courses is definitely everybody's go-to in the back Mm -hmm. of their mind is what Mm -hmm. they think that an infopreneur has to have. But that's simply not true. Of course, you can do books or eBooks. You know, there's so many resources online today like Kindle Direct Publishing or Create Space where you can take your own books and you can actually self-publish them and sell them from the comfort of your own home on your laptop, which is just crazy when you think about it, how it used to be done. Even something like an event. So you mentioned that I'm doing this virtual summit, the Infopreneur Summit that's coming up in May. Believe it or not, that's not just a marketing tool, but it's actually a revenue stream. By bringing together leaders and industry experts in my own niche, I can create an awesome event where I can give away some content for free, but I also have some paid content Mm -hmm. that ultimately I can bring in some money for. Um, You can do paid speaking engagements. You can do workshops. A lot of infopreneurs along the way as part of their marketing marketing techniques end up creating something like a blog or a podcast like this. And there's other revenue opportunities there as well, such as brand sponsorships or doing advertisements. Affiliate marketing can also be really popular. So for example, I have a business all about business coaching for infopreneurs, Mm -hmm. but one of the things that I don't have are any courses on social media. And so I'm an affiliate for some other people's courses on social media so that when someone comes to me and says, you know, I'd really love to learn about Pinterest. And I say, well, that's fantastic. I don't have a Pinterest course, but I know of this amazing course that my friend Summer Tanhauser has. Mm -hmm. Here's a link, which is going to be my affiliate link. So I'll get commissions on those referral sales. So there's so many different ways that you can monetize a business as an infopreneur. And that really is one of the things that I try to stress to my clients or to people who are following me online is that 
when you become an infopreneur, it's not just about creating one info product. You know, it's unlikely that one info product is going to be able to support you for the rest of your life. Right. But really, it's about creating a business, having multiple different revenue streams, and finding ways to leverage each one of your, you know, business actions like your blog, like your products in order to bring in new revenues and monies. Yes. Yes, I I love that. Um, And just to add to what you were saying, a big part of having an infopreneur is having that community behind you. So really, you're just building that community and then you're figuring out, okay, what are they struggling with? What do they really need help with? And then you're just providing them a solution that they have to pay for. And and that's such an, I feel like I love that part of being an infopreneur because you're helping people. You know, you're not that slimy marketer. No, you're genuinely helping people get results faster. And if let's, you know, she mentioned an ebook or she mentioned an e-course and doing those. If that sounds really intimidating to you and that sounds like a really big project, well, first of all, you can do it. But second of all, you can also dip your uh, toes in the water first. You could, there's, there's smaller options, even doing a workbook, like power sheets. Let's say you are a wedding photographer. And you want to get into teaching other photographers how you've made such a profitable business. You could create a worksheet or power sheet that you could sell for, let's say, $39. Pretty inexpensive worksheet workbook package. Um, That could be kind of a mini course. It would walk them through everything and then sell the digital download. So that could probably get your toes wet in the water real quick and then then you could say okay this is selling like hotcakes let's go switch on over to a course and then you'll kind of do market research you'll get to know more about uh what was like the hot questions on the worksheets or what they really resonated with and then that'll help even more whenever you do write that ebook or e-course so there are other options to go into being an infopreneur as well but courses and books and and like she said, summits and workshops, they're so much fun and they're awesome ways to make extra money and also in a passive way. Mm, absolutely. I mean, there's so many awesome nuggets of information and value in what you were just saying there that it really is a process. You know, I see a lot of people come to me and they say, well, I want to launch a course and I want to make six figures with this course and it's going to be amazing because that's what so-and-so coach said. And I have to tell them, well, you know, really there's, there's more to it than just taking your idea and recording some videos. It's about doing the market research and serving that audience Mm -hmm. and building that that community, like you were just saying. And that's why, you know, I really encourage people to take this mindset that, you know, it's a part of a business, not just one product that you're creating. But I also love what you said about infopreneurs, you know, are really just trying to help. And it's really honestly true is that I can tell you that, you know, a lot of the other successful infopreneurs that I am aware of really do come to their business with an attitude of service. And they really want to help their community as much as possible. And when you come at your business and your product creation with that mindset, you're going to be more successful because ultimately you're going to end up creating the products that your audience really wants and then they're going to buy more of. So it's a win-win all around if you come to your community with that attitude of service and how can I solve your problems. Yeah, the more you come in with that mindset, the more you nurture your audience, the more you love on your community, it will show up in your copy, it will show up in the way you talk in your videos, and it will just resonate with, you know, your audience, and they'll be able to see it in the way you talk to them and uh, the way you're presenting the information. It's definitely important to come in with that mindset. I know Pat Flynn talks about whenever you're creating a business, you're creating a business to help people. That is the number one goal. You're providing a solution. So even if that's, let's say, 
Tresemme with with hair. Uh, they they have a business and they're helping people with their shampoo and conditioner. Um, so it. I mean, that's obviously not really related to being an infopreneur, but whatever business you're in, like a photographer, a calligrapher, if, even if you're selling mugs, I know I just got off a Skype, a Skype interview with Rachel and she sells mugs, but her goal is not to sell as many mugs as possible. Her goal is to encourage as many women as possible with her calligraphy and mugs and remind them how beautiful they are every day. That is why she started that business, and that's such a powerful message. So definitely just narrowing in on why am I doing this, why am I wanting to help people, and what am I wanting to help people with, and then you can start into, okay, now what do I do next? How do I become an infopreneur? How do I add this onto my business? And just like Bailey said, coming in with that mindset, it's so crucial. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Everything you said, I approve of. <laughs> well, great. <laughs> um, what are the benefits to being an infopreneur? I know a lot of people hear, oh, well, you can sit at the beach. You can be a millionaire and just sip on your margaritas and in your bikini. But <laughs> reality wise, what are the actual benefits to being an infopreneur? Sure. Yeah, I definitely tend to get frustrated whenever it's people on social media give off this sort of image that, you know, you can be working from the beach. I mean, as far as I know, there really are no places with Wi-Fi on the beach. So there's very little work you're actually going to be able to accomplish there as an infopreneur. And I say that as somebody who really does love to travel and I use my lifestyle freedom to travel a lot. You know, I really do resent that sort of imagery out there. But there are a lot of benefits to being infopreneur. And I think that one of them is that you have an opportunity to create, you know, what some people might call passive income. I tend to prefer residual income. This idea that, you know, unlike being a freelancer, for example, where you have to take on clients and you only can take on so many clients at a time because you only have so much time in the day and you're doing exclusive work for them that you can never resell. The idea with the info products is that you are creating a product that you can sell to multiple people over and over again. And really, you know, just because you've created that product once, You can continue to make revenues from it, but you can also focus your time and attention on making that product better over time. So if you have an e-course that you put out one year and you sell a bunch of it, you can return to it and, you know, update the videos, update the content, Mm -hmm. and really try to make that course or that product the absolute best in the market that it can be um, so that ultimately you can continue to drive more traffic and customers to that product. Now, I will say that, you know, it's not as easy as everyone thinks. You know, there is sort of this understanding that uh, you can put a course online these days and you know if you just put up a couple of Facebook ads you'll be making six figures no time right that's not really true Um, but it is still possible with work and the proper strategy you know if you have a good sales funnel Mm -hmm. if you really understand you know what your marketing is for that course and the positioning of that course in your audience and all that kind of business stuff Um, but it is possible and uh, I would say you know with my I just did my taxes from last year and I can tell you that approximately half of my income comes from my courses and about half of it comes from my coaching services, you know, which is really wonderful because if you think about if I didn't have those courses, you know, I would be limited in how much money I was really able to make every single year because I can only serve so many clients at a time. You know, I have limitations both on my time and just on my energy as a human being. So it's really nice to be able to supplement my income with all of those products as well. And so, you know, for those people out there who might not consider themselves infopreneurs, but maybe they have, maybe they're a freelancer or maybe they have a service-based business, 
you know, you could think about doing infopreneur type products and informational products as a way to supplement the income that you already have. Um, and really may help your business get to the next level. You know, you could designate that income as money that you want to invest back into your business or mm -hmm. put into your savings account or something like that. Right. Um, it's a really good way, I think, to kind of approach it from the very, very start until you start to grow and really understand, you know, your products better. Yeah. With being a service-based business, like you said, you're trading time for dollars. And in a way, it's a little bit depressing because you are providing so much value, but you can only get so much money at the end of the year because you only have mm -hmm. so much time in your day. And you're just going to get burnt out if you take on so many projects. So having this supplemental income um, is just, it's such a huge blessing because now you're not trading time for dollars. You've put the time up front, so that's your investment, your time investment and your product, and then you can sell as many as you want. It's unlimited. So, I mean, you could sell a $20 product a million times and, you know, make $20 million. I mean, obviously that's not going to happen. I'm not saying, you know, that should be your goal, but <laughs> it's possible. And that's what I'm saying is, as a service-based business, you can't make $20 million off uh, this this amount of services because you can only price so high and you only have 24 hours in the day and you do have to sleep. So uh, it, right. just having digital products is such a great asset to any business. Mm, I agree. I definitely agree. I mean, and there's so many different opportunities out there for service-based individuals, mm -hmm. um, you know, to create informational products as well. I think a lot of people don't realize that they might have more resources already created than they think. So one of the tips that I like to give people is that um, a lot of infopreneurs tend to, you know, have the skill and the passion, um, but what they have is a process as well for doing something that they end up teaching someone else. So let's say that you are a graphic designer. So you might be spending a lot of your time creating logos for clients. You can't resell those logos and you're doing, you know, that time for money sort of thing we were talking about. But I'll bet you that you have a process for creating logos, don't you? Yeah. Um, you have knowledge of using Photoshop or different techniques, or maybe you have, you know, when you're going to create someone's logo, there's a step-by-step -step process in your head you go through. Maybe it's brainstorming, color palette selection, the mm -hmm. sketching, and then the Photoshop or whatever it is. I'm not a graphic designer, but I imagine <laughs> maybe that's how it goes. But couldn't you teach that process to other people? Couldn't you create a book or a course or something about how to create your own logo where you actually show someone how to do it instead of doing it for them? So that's kind of what I mean about turning your processes into informational products. And freelancers and service-based individuals actually have a lot of processes. You might not even realize it because it, it's become second nature to you while you're doing your business. But I'll bet that if you sat down for a minute and really thought about it, okay, every time I'm going to go serve a new client, client, I go through a process. What is it? And if you write that down and you realize, you know, there's probably people out there that would be interested in learning how I do it. And what's cool is that you can target not only the potential clients, maybe they don't want to buy a logo from you, but they want to learn how to do it themselves. But you could also target other business individuals, other freelancers. Maybe, you know, there's a group of freelancers out there that want to learn InDesign or Photoshop, and you know how to do that. So you can teach them how to do it. So there's so many different resources I'll bet that you already have in your own business that you could turn into info products. And one of my biggest suggestions is to look at your processes. Yeah. Yeah. Processes are huge. Um, if you're using a digital a planner like Asana or Trello, you may already have these checklists in there as well. Um, or if you don't have Asana or Trello and you don't have that 
checklist, then just get a piece of paper out and go through it in your mind. Like, let's go back to the logo example that Bailey was talking about. You know, what do you do first? What's your first step? Or even just your overall client process. Like, what do you do when your client contacts you? What kind of contract do you have? What kind of um, uh, service agreement? And, you know, all of that stuff. And then you go into the logo design. You have a detailed checklist and then teach it. And because people need to know that stuff, let's say beginning graphic designers, they would eat that up. So you have something to offer no matter what you're doing. Mm, absolutely. Let's talk about passive income. I have heard the phrase, a self-made millionaire has different avenues of making money um, in place. So, and I believe this, it's, it's a great benefit of being an infopreneur and having an info product because it does offer that extra stream of income. And this is one more product we can offer our awesome community. Uh, this is one more product that we can sell and help more people with. So could you explain what passive income is in detail and how this relates to being an infopreneur? Sure. Well, there's two different kinds of revenue streams in general, passive income revenue streams and active. So an active revenue stream is something in which you have to be actively involved. So let's say that you are going to be uh, giving a speech and you are going to get paid to give that speech. Well, that requires your direct involvement because you have to sit down and plan out the speech, write the speech, travel to the place where the speech is being given, give the speech. So you can see why that you know requires a lot of your time and effort that's involved there. However, a passive income revenue stream is one that requires less of your involvement so that ideally you can be making money in the background or whenever you're doing something else for your business um, at the same time. And so for example, you could be selling online courses and people could be buying them online while you're on a podcast interview or while you're sleeping is often right. what people say. And I think that that's really, you know, the dream that's marketed to us, right, is make money while you sleep. And a lot of people think that informational products make for fantastic passive income products because you can make them once, put a sales page online, and then they will sell and you don't have to worry about it anymore. Mm -hmm. Well, Part of that is true and part of it is not. Informational products do make really fantastic passive income products because you have already created them and you are not individualizing them for every single client like you would as a freelancer who has VIP clients. So that's the part of it that makes them ideal for passive income. But what people need to realize is that it's not going to really be a profitable passive income stream if you simply create a product and put a sales page online. There's more to it than that. Mm -hmm. You need to do two things. Number one is that you need to be consistently driving traffic to that product. So you need to be helping more and more people, potential clients, discover that product on a consistent basis. And then you need to have what we call a sales funnel or a process by which a potential client is going to be led to understand that they really need and should absolutely buy this product. You know, there's a statistic that's often quoted in this industry. I'm really not sure how true it still is, but I think that anecdotally it's true, which is that somebody has to have at least seven interactions with their pro with your product before they're ready to buy it, mm -hmm. which simply means that nobody is going to land on your sales page and immediately decide, yes, I need to buy this product, right. but rather that you need to interact with them. You need to send them some marketing emails. You need to ask them to attend a webinar. You need to educate them about the problem that they have mm -hmm. and then help them to understand that you know how to solve that problem and you can help them solve that problem if they would buy this course or this product. And so, you know, the reality is that for a sales funnel, what we normally do 
is we have people hand over their email address in exchange for some free content. And then we walk them through whether it's an email series or a webinar or a video series where we do that education and that indoctrination, if you will. And then eventually comes the pitch of the product. Right. And you're going to have significantly higher sales if you go through this whole process. I realize that, you know, it's a lot more complicated than some people might think out there that, you know, all they need to do is put up that sales page and they should be bringing in money. That's just not how it works. So I do believe in passive income. I, I make a decent amount of passive income in my business. I think that people need to have realistic expectations about their passive income, yes. especially if they're just getting started. I think that people need to understand that passive income is something that you constantly need to work at. You know, even after you get your product up and you get your sales funnel up, you're still going to be doing marketing things like yep. being on podcasts, for example, in order to help drive traffic to your products. And, um, you know, so I don't think that, I think that very few people have really mastered a completely and a hundred percent passive income business, but I still think that you can utilize the concept in order to create, you know, decent revenues in your business, which can help you to scale up, you know, compared to just exchanging your time for money. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I love everything you just said. And uh, whenever it comes to marketing, you said, you know, a big part of passive income is marketing strategically. And if you were thinking, oh my gosh, marketing sounds so overwhelming because you have one product and what do I do with it once I create the product? Think of marketing as a conversation with your community. Just think of it as an honest conversation that you're having with um, how you can help them and lead them in three ways and have those quick wins uh, lead them to your product, which I talk about in my free course, Convert and Monetize Your List. We go over sales funnels and, and all that stuff, but I also talk about using content marketing strategies a lot to lead people to a specific product or service, but I actually talk about this topic in the Infopreneur Summit. So if you right now are thinking, okay, I may have an idea right now of what I want to have as an info product. And I could add this to my business, no big deal. I have an idea, I'll, I'll map it out. And then you're a little worried about what you're gonna do after the product is made. It's okay, just sign up for the Infopreneur Summit. Uh, if you wanna sign up, you can go to marketbeautifully.com slash info summit which i know i've already mentioned before but i want to mention it again because it's free i would love for you to snag a free ticket uh through marketbeautifully.com slash info summit that way you could go listen into how to start being an infopreneur and how to market your infopreneur products in strategic but genuine ways uh that it's so important to use marketing as a conversational tool but use it strategically so you're not spending all of your time and wasting it in a way i don't you to waste your time because your time is so important to me and so valuable to me so uh, sign up snag a free ticket and that way all your questions will be answered for sure we can only cover so much in this episode so I want you to get as much information uh, as possible and get all your questions answered Thanks so much. Yeah, the summit is going to be absolutely fantastic. And we're covering over four days, so many different topics that are relevant to beginning and budding infopreneurs. I mean, literally, we are talking about everything from ebooks and online courses on our revenue streams day to what is a niche and, you know, legal topics and branding issues on our foundations day, email list building on our marketing day. We have so many different things. Um, we have over 40 speakers. It is going to be value packed.
Yeah, these speakers are amazing too. Seriously, it's it's going to be such a great event. So I cannot wait to hear all of your awesome feedback on the event once you sign up. And you can just tell me all about it and we can talk about how awesome your experience was. <laughs> uh, let's mm -hmm. switch on over to, uh, let's say um, I was a service-based business owner. So how would I go about adding a product? So any kind of info product such as a course to my business, where would I start? Sure. Well, I think that you need to first think about your platforms, whether or not you are going to incorporate your info products as part of your current service-based offerings on the same platform. I mean, under the same brand, under the same business name, on the same website, or whether you intend to keep them separate. And so, you know, there are benefits to both. I don't necessarily think that one is better than the other. I just think that you need to think strategically about ultimately whether or not you're going to be serving the same customers. So for example, let's take our graphic designer example. Now, if you're a graphic designer that's going to be creating info products that are geared towards the clients you already have. So let's say people hire you to do logos. You're going to create courses that will help people do their own logos. Well, that could potentially go on the same platform that you already have because you're serving the same audience. But let's say that you want to create an info product that's geared and marketed more towards other freelancers. So the course that you're creating perhaps is a little bit more advanced. It's not about how to create a logo, but it's about a specific piece of software, how to use Adobe Photoshop to do X, Y, Z. You know, then you are creating uh, products for a different audience. So you might consider keeping it separate, whether it's on a separate website or a different platform, mm -hmm. because ultimately, you know, you are not appealing to the same potential customers with each one of those products. So I think that you need to think a little bit about that to begin with. Another thing that we mentioned earlier, you know, take a look at the information that you already have in your business that you might be able to leverage for info products. So we already mentioned the processes, taking a look at how you do things and seeing if you can teach those processes to someone else. I would also take a look at templates or anything that you're using in your business, which you use over and over again for each client and that um, isn't exclusive. It's not something that a client has purchased from you um, that you might be able to repackage and resell. So maybe that if you were that graphic designer, you've put together a list um, of a hundred like color templates that, you know, you always choose from because mm -hmm. these are, you know, the most popular hundred color templates or something, you know, that could make an amazing PDF or a little yeah. sellable workbook or something like that. Um, so you might want to look at templates and things that you already have in your business that you use over and over again. If you were to provide those to people as an info product, if they would find those helpful, mm -hmm. um, you might be able to find some resources there as well. So definitely look at what you can already leverage in the business that you have, because I'll bet that you have a lot more than you think that you do. And then, you know, I would seriously consider kind of going back to the strategy a little bit as well is to think about, you know, how you want to sell and market your products, you know, to your clients. Is this something that you are going to be suggesting that people buy from you instead of hiring you as a freelancer? So if people come to you and say, well, I want to hire you and you say, well, you know, I don't have uh, enough time right now, but you can, you know, enroll in this course instead. Or is this going to be something that you seriously put effort into marketing completely separately? You know, you go on a marketing campaign. I'm going to get on podcasts and I'm going to actively market this and I'm going to do paid Facebook ads and all that sort of stuff. You know, what exactly does your business need right now? Um, and how are you going to achieve that? Of course, thinking about too what your expectations are for these types of products. You know, what is it that you're hoping to achieve out of this realistically, mm -hmm. I think is really important to have from the beginning as well, because in order to know if you've achieved your, um, 
goals are going to have to measure certain things in your business, like how much of this you're selling, how much time are you putting into it. So having an understanding of that, I think is good as well. So those are some of the basic things that I would probably tackle if I was going to get started trying to turn, um, you know, my freelance business into partially info products as well. That's amazing advice. Thank you so much, Bailey. I 100% agree with that. And I love that you were talking about as service-based business owners, you already have so much that you may not even realize. I know um, one of my friends that I was coaching, um, she was she's a photographer and she was talking about how she wanted another stream of income. And I said, well, and she's not ready to build a course and she wasn't comfortable with that. And I said, that's okay. And I said, okay, well, do you have presets? Like you obviously have a style with your photography. So you could just sell Lightroom presets to other photographers and open up a shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, you already have a WordPress website. WooCommerce is free. It's a plugin. So just download that and start doing Lightroom presets. So she did. And I'm telling you that they sell so fast. She started email marketing and, you know, I helped her create the registration page and and how she could all tie it in together. And just like that, within one week, she already sold her first preset. And now she's she has a huge marketing campaign for them and and she's she's keeping on going and she's gathering up speed. And it's awesome seeing her just blossom with all of these awesome preset sales she's doing. But there's something in you. I know there is no matter what you're doing right now. There is some kind of extra product that you could offer the world. So dig deep. Think about what it is and then map out a plan to make it happen and get it out there so that people can purchase it. Mm, Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. So if you are currently unhappy with your business model that you're in right now, uh, what is some advice that you would give people to change their entire business model to being an infopreneur? Mm. Well, I would say, first of all, you know, you really have to have um, an understanding of why you want to change your business model. I mean, if you do, it's probably because it's not working, but it's so much more than that, right? Is it because you're unhappy with what you're doing? Is it because you're just getting burned out? Um, You know, switching from one business to another isn't necessarily going to immediately solve your problems. And I don't want to give anybody the impression that, you know, well, if you just switch over from being a freelancer to being an infopreneur, you will be successful. You know, you, you can obviously, but there's a lot more to it than that. Right. And you, you know, if you switch over your business model completely, you know, you may find that you're starting from scratch kind of, and so you're going to be a little bit behind and you need to sort of catch up. So I would say, you know, seriously consider why it is that you want to do that and perhaps do a root cause analysis of why, you know, you really want to actually change your business model over a hundred percent. And then I would say, you know, really consider if you want to do that, you don't necessarily need to do it in one fell swoop, right? You can do it in steps. You know, you can gradually move your business over. So let's say that you want to move your business over to becoming an infopreneur because you're really sick of trading time for money and you only want to do informational income products um, as passive income. Well, that's fine. But perhaps, you know, you don't necessarily need to make that gigantic switch in one day. Couldn't you create some info products to start? and scale up as you learn what it really takes to be successful. You know, just like any business, you know, we need to take time to learn Mm -hmm. and to practice and to figure out what's going to work for us. And so it would make a lot more sense, I think, for somebody to say, okay, well, I want to switch. Why don't I create my first ebook? I'll create my first course and I'll learn. And essentially, I mean, that's, how I started my business. You know, I didn't just magically wake up one day and I had five courses and a coaching business and you know, all of this success. It happened because I wrote my first ebook 
And to be honest, my very, very first ebook, like many, many years ago, didn't really sell that well. And I was like, okay, why? You know, I'm not serving my audience right, or I need to switch my niche or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, you need to just think about, you know, um, doing it gradually and learning and growing rather than just immediately switching over and expecting those fast and immediate results. Uh, yes, I agree. Fast and immediate results, they're very uncommon, but I feel like we get marketed in that way is, oh, you can just, you know, put it up online. And, and yeah, I like the idea of taking baby steps. So if you do have that idea, take baby steps. You don't have to switch your business model overnight or quit cold turkey. You can just um, take that one baby step of maybe creating a mini product and, you know, figuring out your target audience, what they really want and uh, creating that community. Because as an infopreneur, I feel like I keep saying this, but community is so important. You have to have a strong uh, community that is uh, all knit together and they adore you. You you have to make them appreciate you. They have you have to make them respect you. You have to make them see you as a leader in your industry or whatever you're doing. And that takes time. You can't just do that overnight. So take those baby steps for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Are there any tips that you would give people when it comes to being an infopreneur in general? Sure. Um, the a lot of successful infopreneurs, um, you know, end up launching their own personal brands. So um, one of the things that I end up seeing is that from the very start, people go, "Well, I need a I need a name and a really like cute logo for my infopreneur business." Um, when in reality, what I tell people is just to use their own name and to launch your own personal brand because, and I mentioned this earlier, infopreneurs are leveraging their own story and their own life experience to convince people that they have the knowledge and skills to help them get from point A to point B faster. And it is really wonderful to be able to leverage your own name and your own personal brand in order to, you know, use that backstory to gain people's trust and ultimately sell your products. And I actually think that infopreneurs um, can end up being a little bit less successful when they try to complicate things by coming up with some sort of like vague business name or some cutesy blog name or something like that. Really, if you just go with your own name, um, you, you know, are really, you know, already uh, going to succeed because people right. will start to associate that niche that you're in and with you and with your courses and really build up that personal brand. So that's yeah. one of the tips that I give people. So don't sit there for, you know, 10 hours and think to yourself, okay, what am I going to call this business? What is my logo going to be? Just use your own name and get started. Um, is one of my things that I have to say. Yeah. Also, you know, people talk a lot about being authentic in business. And sometimes I think that advice can be a little bit vague. But whenever it comes to having your own personal brand, I think it's really important to know what your values are. Um, because ultimately, as an infopreneur, you're going to be um, attracting people that align with who you are as a person. So, you know, just whenever you're creating that personal brand to think really clearly about what kind of person you want to put yourself out into the world to be, I think is really important as well. Um, getting really clear, I think, on who your target audience is for info products is really important. Um, it's something people don't realize is, is is super important, but it is. So I say that I help the beginning and budding infopreneurs. What that means to me is that all of the courses and the products that I create are going to be geared towards the beginners. We're taking it back to the basics in every single product that I do. I'm really not helping people scale from ten to $20,000 a month. That's not what I do. So having an understanding of your target market, I mean, is important for any business, but really important for info products because it's going to affect 
the content that you put into each one of your products, you know, are you teaching the advanced stuff or the beginner stuff or the intermediate stuff, or how are you going to be teaching it? So those are just some basic tips that I have, but you can find a ton more over at my website on my blog at baileyrichard.com. Yes. Yeah. And your blog is just full of value. So definitely go check it out. If you have any questions, she's probably answered it over there for sure. My advice is to keep learning. Always learn about different unique ways to market your products, um, listening to podcasts. So even if like you're taking a shower or if you're doing your makeup and hair or if you are driving or if you are cooking, listen to podcasts um, or read blog posts. Make sure to always just be a sponge of information. Never stop, uh, never stop learning because learning is just so crucial to any business as something I'm always going to encourage people to be doing. Um, let's move over to just basic avenues for marketing courses now. Um, I, I have a few that I feel very strongly about, and I'm just going to list them off, but I know you have a few as well. So social media is obviously a big deal because we're all about building a community. So if it, pick your avenue, your social media uh, platforms, I guess, that you really want to focus on. And my advice would just be to pick two or three. Don't be everywhere because you, I don't want you to spread yourself too thin because like I said, your time is so valuable valuable to me. So pick which platform you feel like you resonate the most with, you feel like you'd be the best at, and then go for it. Like go all in on those platforms, build a really awesome community and email list. Email marketing is huge. And Anyone that listens to this podcast knows how much I love email marketing. So email marketing is a big deal. Once you build these, this community on social media, they know your niche. They like If you follow Bailey's advice and you do your name, which I think is a great idea, um, if you do their name, you immediately connect that name with your niche. So they're immediately going to connect that with all the awesome content you provide. Like for instance, Bailey. Every time I see Bailey's name, it has infopreneur right by. I know that Bailey speaks to infopreneurs because her name is just branded like crazy with that title and that's awesome because it's just an immediate connection and that's what you want to have your audience to have with your name. So once you have your name branded, you have your community built on social media, you can start your building your email list with free content and that's definitely something that I recommend just to get started with uh, building that basic email list and building that community on social media. What do you suggest Bailey? Sure. Well, I think that a lot of coaches out there have this, uh, they advertise this sort of mentality about online courses that is, if you build it, they will come. And they really encourage people to just get their course online as quickly as possible and then start marketing it. And what I've learned in all of my years doing this is that that's actually a really bad way to do it because you have essentially created a product that you don't know if anybody wants. And so what I encourage people to do is, um, after they get their, you know, infopreneur business started is that, you know, start your growing your email list of potential customers as soon as possible. Do all of the community building activities, you know, whether it's starting a Facebook group or being active on social or whatever it is that you decide to do. It's super important to build up that community of followers first, because then you can turn to them and ask them, you know, you were talking about this earlier and I agreed with you that, you know, you can ask them what kind of products do you really want? Mm -hmm. What is it that I can create for you? Do that market research directly directly with the people who are going to be buying your products. And then um, I'm actually a huge fan of pre-selling online courses, which means that you put up a sales page for the course and you design the course and you say, okay, this is what I'm going to create, but it's not ready yet. It's going to go live three months from now. 
and then actually pre-selling it. Um, going to your market and saying, hey guys, this course is available for sale. Who wants to buy it? And seeing whether people are actually going to put their money down for this product that you want to create. And if they do, and you're, you know, that's really the purest form of idea validation that's out there is that you can say, yes, people are actually willing to pay for this. They really want this. And then if they don't, you can say, well, all right, maybe there's something wrong here. I'm not providing the right content. The pricing's not right. This isn't my right audience. Something's not matching up. So that's actually one of the strategies that I teach in my High Value Course Academy, which is a coaching program for how to launch an online course, is that I work with them to actually pre-sell their programs um, because, in my opinion, it's one of the best ways that you can validate your idea right. and really not waste your time. Um, but yeah, as far as marketing goes, you're right. You know, it's about having that community and having that, um, group of customers already built up before you even launch that product. Because mm -hmm. let me tell you, nothing is worse than having somebody create a course and then just go into a whole bunch of Facebook groups and start like spamming those groups saying, buy my course, buy my course guys, yeah. that doesn't work. Mm -mm. No, you're going to get kicked out. You're going to get deleted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't so, work at gotta all. Learn. I see that a lot in Facebook groups though. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. It's a shame, but that's not how proper marketing of your products is definitely done. No. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's all about leading with value for sure. And, and building that community. And, and like you said, doing your market research, spend the time on the front end, making sure that your product is going to be the right product because, um, you want to make sure that whatever product you create and you're spending time on making, that it lasts as long as possible um, and that it is really going to resonate with whoever sees it. So put that, up, put that time up front doing that market research. Right now, if I was listening to us chat and I wanted to start creating a course, what would be my first step? Actually, no, I'm going to skip that question because you've already covered that with market research. Forget that. <laughs> No problem. Okay. Um, okay, now let's talk about the Infopreneur Summit. This isn't the first summit you've done. You had one last year. How did that go? Oh, the Infopreneur Summit that we did last year was amazing. I uh, had results that I honestly didn't even expect. Um, I grew my email list by four figures. I added 355 people to my Facebook group. We made over $4,000 in revenue, and I was able to connect with 27 influencers in my field, more than 27, because 27 ended up being the number of people that I had on the summit, but I connected with so many more that couldn't make it to the event, but um, that you know I still built relationships mm -hmm. with. So overall, it was a fantastic thing for my business, and that's why I'm doing it again. Yeah, and I'm so excited that you're doing it again because this year um, I know it's going to be even better and I've heard things from last year. It was an amazing success and it helped so many people. The people that attended, Bailey had a Facebook group and I remember you talking about this and she was just saying the incredible feedback that people gave and how much all of these awesome talks helped because I mean let's say and you may be in the spot right now. You may be thinking, oh I have a product idea but this summit is going to take that awesome idea that you have and turn it into an actual reality to where by the end of those four days or five days, the summit will take place. You are going to come out with so many notes, like your notebook's going to be full or your Evernote is going to be full. And you are going to have so many more ideas. You're going to have so many more action steps to do list and a map to actually make that idea work and make that idea fit perfectly into the business that you already have. 
Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely come to this summit with a notebook because there is going to be so much value that's dropped by yeah. the over 40 speakers that we have. And, um, you know, it's, it's awesome too, because when we're on the summit, what we're going to be doing is actually giving you guys 24 hour free access to all of the interviews, um, to all of the free sessions. But then we also have this thing called the all access pass. You can upgrade your free mm -hmm. ticket and you can get a um, lifetime access to a membership site where all of those free interviews are going to be held. So you can watch them over and over again for life whenever you want. And there's also going to be a second set of exclusive content in there as well with every single speaker called the advanced sessions, which I'm super excited about because those are even more value packed. So yes. it's going to be a really awesome event. You'll definitely want to check it out. You will. And again, you can always sign up at marketbeautifully.com slash info summit and snag a free ticket. I can't wait to hang out with you over at the summit. Um, I know you're going to be there because I know if you're listening this long, you fall in love with Bailey and all of her awesome advice. Uh, and I can't wait for you to show me the info products that you're creating and all the awesome things that you're adding to your business. So thanks so much for coming on Bailey and offering all of this amazing advice to us. Thanks so much for having me. It's been great. I'm so glad we all got to hang out for an hour together and talk about potentially adding this type of passive income stream to your business, which is just so incredibly exciting. If you want to sign up for the Infopreneur Summit, again, I'm going to say this because I really want to see you there. Please head on over to marketbeautifully.com slash info summit because one, it's 100% free to snag a ticket and two, it's going to be a crap ton of incredibly valuable information. You seriously don't want to miss out. I pinky promise. Okay. I will talk to you next week. And until then, keep marketing beautifully.